So if you've got a teenager, especially a male teen, then you are likely arguing daily with them about uh, how much child your child spends playing this highly addictive video game called Fortnite. I'm sure you've heard it, no? Oh, yeah. Filthy. Like, my nephews are obsessed with this game. So obsessed that my, my sister finally had to say, no, that's it. There's a limit. You can't play it every day because kids are getting sucked right into this. And uh, this headline caught my my eye out of Winnipeg involving a 15-year-old now charged with manslaughter in connection with the killing of a 17-year-old boy. And according to cops, they had been playing the game when a gun was pulled and fired. And the game is huge. Like 125 million people around the world are addicted to this game too. And in it, players kill each other in this major battle royale until there's just one left standing. And so the, the family of the dead teen is saying to the developer, please remove the game. And there have been some suggestions that violent video games are linked to violence in kids. It's not definitive, but could it be possibly a link? Let's bring in Orn Amate. He's a registered psychologist. You can catch him at docamate.com if you need uh, to get in touch. He joins me now. Hello there. Hi, Alex. So when it comes to video games, and this particular game, like the kids love it, they get into it, and they lose themselves in it. Is there, and has there been data linked to the violence kind of being acted out? Well, this is controversial, as you mentioned. And so for every study where you can say there may be some connection, I can show you other studies that say that they are not, uh, that there aren't connections. And some studies even show that uh, people who play a lot of video games are more empathetic and, and less violent. So it's really tricky to tease it apart because it's impossible to find a bunch of people who've never played the games where you can randomly assign them to one condition and then randomly assign people to another condition and, you know, one with video games, one without, and see whether it has an actual impact on how they live their real lives. You can't do that. So we try to, you know, do uh, simulations. We try to draw analogies and everything. And so there's no conclusive evidence, but there's definitely no conclusive evidence that it makes you violent. Mm -hmm. Is there anything about this particular game, and I don't know how much you know about these kinds of games, but with the, the, the shooting games and that kind of game, where you're interacting with others online in that, is, is there something about this that I think parents should be more concerned about? I believe there is. Um, I've worked with, I mean, I do know Fortnite, um, and I've worked with many families where uh, they are involved in these kinds of video games, whether it's shooting, whether it's just, you know, like escaping into another reality. Um, when it's online, when you're interacting with other people, and when that type of engagement is basically the bulk of your social interaction, you have to assume, and I've seen the evidence, I believe, uh, through all my clinical cases, that it's affecting how people see themselves, how they see other people, how they relate. They are not getting the part of human interaction that has you know, been around since we've been walking upright, which is face-to-face. -face. Um, if you do something terrible to somebody, uh, whether you say something or you physically hurt them and you see their reaction, it triggers empathy with you unless you're a sociopath or a psychopath. And with these video games, you don't have that. In fact, you're being rewarded in many times for being the biggest jerk you can be, whether it's rewarded in the game because you're winning or you're having your teammates or other people like, you know, high-fiving you metaphorically. Uh, and so people are truly being socialized in what I consider to be a very unhealthy way.
So what would you tell parents? Because I know, I mean, look, I, I look at my sister. She's like, you know, she puts limits on it. Thank God I'm not at that point. I will not buy a video game console for my kid. I just won't uh, because I know that this is a real challenge. But what is the healthy amount then that kids should be playing it? Well, that's very tricky, and this is why a lot of um, psychologists don't want to make video gaming um, an addiction because we're afraid that parents are going to say, you know, my kid's on for two hours a day. They're an addict. Get them help. Let's give them some medication. So it really depends on the kid. I always tell families that um, what we have to look at is how is it affecting the rest of their life. If the child's not sleeping properly, if they're not going to school, if they're getting lower grades, if their demeanor is changing. If they're flossing on, on like, like the kids do that floss dance. That, you can see them. They just stand there and they swing their arms in this like trance-like motion. I mean, they do things that they don't even know because they've been playing Fortnite for so long. Yeah, well, I mean, that's it. If it's having an effect on them and it's a negative effect, then you have to kind of pull them back. Um, and anyone who tries to say that we know conclusively that this many hours is unhealthy or healthy uh, is lying. So it really is subjective. Every child, same with sleep, not everybody needs the same amount of sleep. So you really have to look at how it's affecting their functioning. Um, and I have had many parents saying that when their younger kids, uh, you know, like 12 or 13 or even 10, are playing Fortnite, they say, we see a change in their attitude. They are verbally more aggressive. They're using language that they didn't use before. And think about it. If you, we, we are social animals. Yeah. So if everybody around us, and if you're playing Fortnite, you're playing with a bunch of strangers from around the world, different ages. Dropping F-bombs, getting aggressive. Exactly. Yeah. And if that's what young kids are being exposed to, that becomes their norm. And look, I've, I was raised in a sex store, so it's not like I'm a prude, <laughs> yeah. okay? Like, that's a fact. And, you know, I play my, I've got virtual reality. I play that uh, several hours a night after I get everything done. So I'm not some prudish parent saying, no, video game bad. But I am saying we are seeing it affecting kids. No kidding. Well, just look at that TDSB survey yesterday. I think we're getting it now. Too much of some, you know, social media. Not a good thing. I got to leave it there. Thank you very much. Always appreciate it. Thank you. I'm about to play my VR right now. <laughs> Good luck. Well, okay. put it down after an hour there, Doc. <laughs> yes, Mom. All right. That is uh, Doc Amate, who always makes fun of me because I say his name wrong. He says I say Armate. I don't say Armate. I... It's just me. Okay, it's Doc Amate. Amate. There's some names. I'm not necessarily good at. Okay, just like answering phones, not my strength. <laughs> I've only known him for like seven, seven years, six, seven years. <laughs> I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News.